0: This information is subject to a disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Please ensure that you listen to the disclaimer and go to www.UBS.com for further information about UBS.
1: Hello, I'm Michael Briest, Head of European Technology Research at UBS. We recently published a Q series looking at how generative AI may affect different sectors. Sector teams drew their own conclusions on the impact and which companies would be more or less favourably exposed to the trend. In all, the sector analysts identified over 180 stocks globally that were positively or negatively exposed to the trend. Before forming their conclusions, we gave them a framework including the labour intensity of their sector, the proportion of the workforce in roles most exposed to be impacted by generative AI, and a relative view on sector profitability and capital intensity. UBS Evidence Lab also helped us understand which sectors are actually talking about generative AI the most. We asked all the sectors to consider how generative AI would affect growth, costs and competition. Insurance was the only sector to flag risks to growth and by extension revenues. I'm joined by Will Hardcastle to discuss the conclusions. Will, um, alongside banks, insurance has the highest proportion of its workforce working in administrative finance and sales roles. These are the types of roles seen as being especially vulnerable to automation or augmentation. How do you see cost trends developing in insurance?
2: Yes, distribution, admin, finance roles, they do create a a large share of the total expense base. But we can't forget that claims cost is the greater share of the spend. The greatest opportunity for the sector does come from costs here. There's reduced broker fees. There's fewer employees needed from a call centre perspective. There's more focused marketing. There's fewer administrative and HR roles. There's also better fraud detection on claims. And finally, less human error from claims. Perhaps that's an area where there's most uncertainty. I can see the employee cost saves on all cost centres, more focused marketing, fewer admin roles happening, That's in its infancy stage already. Some of that is occurring. The better fraud detection on claims. That's also certainly an area that has been investigated and in some areas being implemented. But the pricing for claims is likely to be much further down the line in my view, as will the broker fees. So the main structural changes, some of those largest saves are some way down the line. That being said, the direction of travel is certainly to a lower total
1: spend. What are you seeing companies in your sector already doing with generative AI or talking about as future possibilities?
2: Yeah, at at this stage, the conversations have been much more focused on the admin cost-save benefit. An example I'll give is that in a recent meeting with an insurance CEO, the example that he gave was the administrative cost-save benefit that can be done from automated board meeting minutes. That in my mind is clearly a cost save, it's clearly progress, but it's small in the grand context of the opportunity. When the conversations shift to claims, there's different schools of thought. Artificial intelligence can help insurers assess risk, detect fraud and reduce human error in the application process. One other area that companies discuss is the ability to increase retention. Whilst this is all often about technology benefits as opposed to specific generative AI, they do believe that offering of a higher holistic approach will enable that customer to have a higher retention for the insurance company. Overall, the insurance sector feels like we're only dipping the toe into the opportunity here at present. This sector's generally been slow to adopt new technologies that what that does mean is there's an opportunity here for early movers to get a leap on the competitors. That can be from a perspective of having a greater cost save without the competition driving down the price. That is a short to medium term pro- profitability opportunity for those early adopters if it's done in an effective manner. Will,
1: what revenue risk do you see in insurance?
2: Yeah, I think it's really important to differentiate between earnings growth and revenue growth. Here where the risk lies is on the revenue growth side. The logic of that is that much of this sector is competitive. When we consider insurance underwriting models, there's certain lines of business that have very high price elasticity. UK Motor is a great example. When we start to consider the material cost saves, it's highly likely in our view that much of these will end up ultimately being passed through to the customer. That's in order not to sacrifice volume. So while margins will likely be better, revenue itself will be lower. Notwithstanding, there could be some potential time lag in between allowing some extra profits in the shorter term. There's also uncertainty on the insurance broker model. A large part of the broker model is that the revenue is generated by providing data around the individual risk, and that could be more automated and perhaps enhanced through generative AI. The second part of how they often generate revenues is providing market or industry data. That could easily be replicated under generative AI. This is a benefit to insurance underwriters as it could make a saving because the distribution cost is a large share of the total spend. There will of course be exceptions. New product lines will be created. So we're starting to see this already on the margin. But if this goes down the route of greater cost saves from employment, then there's certain lines of business that are going to struggle from a revenue perspective. Workers' compensation needs employment. Personal accident needs employment. And in these roles, some of the revenue streams may be
1: reduced. Thanks, Will. If you have any questions, feel free to get in touch with either of us. Uh, Stay tuned for more updates as part of the series.
0: This content has been prepared by UBS AG, its subsidiaries, and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content. It has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regulatory. Regulatory or tax purpose. This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS, and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission. Copyright UBS 2023. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. All rights reserved.